Hi, welcome to another episode of Trey Talks. I'm sitting here today at Soul Therapy Sundays here in New York at the legendary SOBs with the stellar award winner, um, super talented, beautiful, Miss Tasha Page Lockhart. Give me more. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, It's good to have you here. Thank Um, you. Thank you. So I'm going to start off talking about your like upbringing. I want to know more about you. Um, tell me about your family and what it was like growing up in the Page household. Your mother, the legendary Miss Lisa Page Brooks of Witness, mm-hmm. which I was a huge fan of. Okay. Um, <laughs> tell us about your upbringing. Uh, so my mom, again, is Lisa Page Brooks of Witness. And um, I didn't really know my mom was a big deal until maybe fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Really? Yeah, I just thought she was just like singing with the choir or something. <laughs> like, I knew she could sing, but I was I was just into sports and just like with my friends. So I wasn't like all around her and up under her like that. So mm-hmm. when she, um, they had invited her to come to our school and do a concert. And she was over the gospel choir at our elementary school. Nice. And so it was a line of people like lined up to get wow. autographs to take pictures. And I just remember like I've al- I always replay this in my mind. I'm standing on the side like behind everybody, almost like I didn't know what I was like. Who are you? Like, who are you? And so that's kind of when I realized like that she was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my grandfather, his name is was Warren Harris. He was with a group called the Monitors. Hmm. And so he traveled with Barry Gordy. Nice. And he was with Motown, oh, that's a part really of the cool. Motown Review. And um, if you go to um, Hitsville, USA, in Detroit, the museum, his picture is on the wall with the wow. group. So I get it on both sides, with the R&B side mm-hmm. and on the gospel side. Nice. So it's kind of like those two sounds merged together. It's really what kind of shaped my sound. Nice. Um, so my next question was your introduction to music, which you mm-hmm. just answered See, that. I led right into yep, it. Yep. Um, tell us about growing up in church in Detroit. Um, how was that with, we know Detroit is, they have we many legends. We can go ahead and say it, and many people who, anybody <laughs> on here that's watching, that's from Chicago, let's argue right now. <laughs> let's argue right now. Detroit is the gospel capital. She said it, y'all, Period. not me. Stop playing with us. Y'all playing in our faces, and we tired of it. Todd Delaney. So what was it like growing up in church? You know, it was um, it was a great experience, and I feel like it was my training grounds. So we would go to the musicals all the time at a historic place called Bailey Cathedral. Mm, yes. And Twinkie Clark, wow. um, Dorinda Clark Cole, Karen Clark Shear, Jackie, Auntie Jackie. These are all like aunts and mm-hmm. uncles to me. Um, um, Bishop Rance Allen before he yes. passed. Um, even though he was from Ohio, but Ohio was like very, very close to Detroit. Mm-hmm. So he was from Toledo, Ohio. So he, it's like 45 minutes from Detroit. Yep. So he was always in Detroit. We are, we still claim uh, Bishop Marvin Sapp, even though he was in Grand Rapids. That's only two and a half <laughs> hours. So Detroit claims him. Um, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, yes. Commission, Witness. I mean, they were all there. Dietrich had, so my mom used to always tell me, when you go to these events, don't just go and sit there as if you're just a random, regular person. Mm-hmm. Like, 
always sit there and be thinking in your mind, if I get the microphone, what would I do? Yes. So that really trained me because now when I go places, they be like, oh, Tasha Bay Soccer, come sing. <laughs> I'm already, I'm two steps ahead of you already. Mm -hmm. As soon as I walk in, I'm here, so I'm like, what would I do if I was singing this? <laughs> I'm humming in my mind. I'm, I'm already ready because it was always a mic toss. And so growing up with that type of pressure, mm -hmm. I have to say pressure, because all pressure is not bad. Um, and so growing up up under that type of pressure to be great. And wherever I go, if I say I'm from Detroit, they be like, oh, we know you. Before they even hear me sing anything, if I say I'm from Detroit, Michigan, they be like, oh, you we know you know. can sing. Yep. And I be like, God, I thank you because I can sing. But <laughs> who if I didn't? <laughs> so who were some of your favorite choirs um, or artists growing up? Um, I basically just named a lot of them. Um, but I'm about to tell you my top five. Can I get my top five? Go for it. This is not in any particular order. So, John Legend, mm -hmm. Karen Clackshear, mm -hmm. my mom, Deidre Cadden, and Marvin Winans. It's my top five. That's a good top Period. five. Period. <laughs> um, so, what age did you start singing? I started singing professionally at the age of seven years old. Wow. So, I was doing voiceovers and jingles for <clears throat> major corporations from the age of seven to 14. So like, um, I'll give you one of them that a lot of people have heard that I did for uh, Dodge Caravan. America's best selling minivan, Dodge Caravan. That was, that was you? Mm-hmm. How that old were you? I was maybe 10. Wow. 10 or 12 years old. So that was me and then I did um, the United Way, the best way to care. That was me. See, he just lit up because you remembered it, see? Wow. Um, so yeah, so from the age of seven to 14 years old, that's what I was doing. That's amazing. And then skip from 14 to, um, 2003, I did, um, one record with my mom's group witness called An Appointed Time, okay. which I didn't want to do it. And they had me on the cover looking like I was an old <laughs> Chinese cook. Um, <laughs> not a chef. Like I was about to go cook some fried rice. And then... Uh, after uh, that was 2003, and then I did Sunday Best in 2013. Mm -hmm. So that was 10 years ago. So when you know, whenever you see people that are very successful and have mastered what they do, they didn't just start. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a whole journey. There's years and years and years of paying your dues, perfecting your craft, doing a lot of stuff for free. Yeah. You know, just really sewing into yourself. So it's been a journey. It's been a great journey for me, and I'm. I feel like I'm still just getting started. That's amazing. Um, you mentioned Sunday's Best. You mm -hmm. were a season six winner. Yes. Um, you win the competition. You start working on your first album soon after. You release Here Right Now in 2014, yes. which is recorded on Kurt Franklin's For Your Soul Records. Mm -hmm. um, what was it like working with Kurt Franklin and recording that first album? Um, yeah. Working with Kurt, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. Um, about how to communicate the songs. Kurt, because you know, he can't really sing that good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> we love Kurt. We do, I do, I love Kurt. <laughs> um, he, Kurt will, because, because he's not strong in singing, his ability to teach you how to convey the message without using your ability to yep. sing. 
So it, it's not about all the riffs and runs and all of that kind of stuff. It's about making them believe you. He used to always say that when I was in the booth. Make me believe you. I know you can do all that stuff, but make me believe what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I want to believe the words. I want to believe the message. So bring me in. Pull me in. So that's one of the things I can say that I learned from him. And it was a, a great experience working for him. Nice. But I, do, I have to say this, though, because you did mention Sunday Best. But I do hold the record for the most votes of any winner of Sunday Best. <laughs> I got to talk my talk a little bit, okay? Because God did his big one when he did that. I was an alternate. I wasn't even supposed to be on the show. Wow. So my that. original number was 4,113 mm-hmm. when I auditioned. They narrowed it down to the top 100. Then they <clears throat> narrowed it down to the top 20. When you, the, the top 20 who's supposed to compete on the show. Mm-hmm. I was number 21. Wow. Somebody else couldn't pass a background check and they moved me up mm-hmm. the hour before the list was supposed to be turned in to BET and I ended up winning. Okay, God. So to God be all the glory. God be the glory. Yeah. Uh, 2015, you recorded a feature with, John and, with Jonathan Nelson. Yes. 2016, you recorded a feature with Kurt Franklin, mm-hmm. and you deliver your unique sound and tone. You completely own the songs that you sang when you're on, on these features. What is your approach to making it your own on these tracks? I try to stay true to um, whoever song it is, like their vision for the song, but I just have to make it my own. So you brought me on it because you respect what mm-hmm. I do. And so I just give what I can. I, I make it, I try to be uh, my best authentic self as when I express um, in my craft. And so that's just how I do it. And I like to have fun and enjoy myself while I sing. So Awesome. Yeah. Love the song you did with Jeffrey Coden, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 2017, you deliver another beautiful body of work entitled The Beautiful Project. Uh, what was it like putting that album together? That was special, even though I don't feel like it got the attention that it was supposed to because um, a lot of times the consumer doesn't understand the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I did The Beautiful Project, it was um, the label that I was on at the time, RCA Inspiration. Well, it was a, a joint venture with For Your Soul and RCA. And so because RCA, the parent company RCA, they're R&B. They're not gospel, but they had a gospel division, which was RCA Inspiration. And they were in the middle of a personnel change at the time. Okay. So because they were in the middle of a personnel change and I was not one of the top tier artists that was on that label, then that record kind of got pushed to the side and it didn't get the attention that it was supposed to get. It happens. Yeah. Happens. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Um, so, but I still ended up winning contemporary vocalist of the year at the Stellar. So. Yep. Something good came out of it. <laughs> came out of it, and um, every time when I go sing those songs, places people are blessed, mm-hmm. and so I don't I don't count it as a loss. Um, but I'll probably revisit some of that material because I, I got a, that was one of the records that I got a chance to write and produce. So I'll definitely revisit some of those songs. Nice. Um, let's talk about you as a person. Um, what is the life of Tasha Page Lockhart like? What do you do? Do you enjoy like doing in your free time? Um, talking. <laughs> I love to communicate. I love to talk. I love to laugh. Um, I love to shoot pool. So anybody out there that want to shoot, hit me up. Oh, you're good at pool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love to shoot pool. I used to play basketball. I don't play anymore, but I do talk trash. So <laughs> the trash talking is coming because the season is starting. And so, um, but yeah, sports, music, uh, family, just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And always like, 
cultivating different conversations. I believe all of the songs are in the conversations. Yes. And so the more we sit down and have conversations like this, and we talk in just different settings, you know, with family and friends and stuff, you know, that songs are birthed out of those conversations. Yes. What suggestions would you give to young and up-and-coming gospel artists? Young and up-and-coming gospel artists, um, put out a lot of content and put a lot of thought into <clears throat> it. Like, be yourselves, put out a lot of content. Um, don't let what you hear um, that's already out or whatever sounds that you think is popular to shape or mold your sound. It's one thing to be inspired by something. It's a whole nother thing to try to emulate mm. someone else. We already have them. We want you. That's so give us what you have and be the best at it and perfect your craft. Awesome. Um, last question. What's next for Tasha Page Lockhart? What can we expect? You can expect new music. Awesome. You can expect more content. Um, you can expect more TV shows, more movies, um, and just me on in front of the camera and behind the camera. I forgot to mention, you did do uh, the Medea movie, right? We did, I did yes. Medea on the Run. We did the Christmas movie last year, Kirk Franklin's Night Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then we just, um, we, uh, we TV's Grown in Gospel, the reality show, came out this year. Nice. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. All righty. Thank you for having this conversation with me. Thank you. And until... Next time.